What is going on, Life Fitness Coaches? Welcome to another episode of the Change Lives Make Money on the Trainer Podcast. I'm coming at you from the Dominican Republic. I'm super excited to serve you guys. And if you're new here to the podcast and you don't know what's going on, every single Wednesday we do an episode of what I call Pod Chats. Now, for Pod Chats, what happens is when my clients are in my program, if you are a client in the CLA, you can come on the podcast, ask me anything, and I will give you coaching lives. So, Part of the benefits of being in the CLA, besides the fact that it's the best business coaching program on the market for the best price, is you actually get to talk to the mentors, aka me. Hello. Usually, I'm joined by a midget who's my business partner, but he's not here today. Without further ado, let's get into it and let's uh, let's serve the clients. So, Christina Portelli, you're up, girl. Hello, fam. I just have by saying I'm so sad I don't get to see you next month. <laughs> I was like, so. Um, oh yeah, because you were going to come for the September Women Who Win event, but I'm going to be at the virtual and I'm going to be presenting. I know it's not the same, but. I, I guess. I'm gonna watch and I'll see you guys in June and everything's gonna be perfect. So with that being said, my question's actually about follow-ups today. Okay. As the one example that comes to mind first was okay, you and Cole have always put out the scenario. You're like lock in the investment now because you never yep. know someone's car crash. Yep. My girl got into a car crash. Mm-hmm. And like I'm not kidding. Like she was we did the I did the loom. She replied back. She's like, holy shit, you're so, it's so much cheaper than I thought it was going to be, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, awesome. Like, let's do it. She didn't open the message for two days. And I was like, which option works best for you? She didn't open it. She comes back. She sends me a picture of her totaled car. And I was like, oh, that fucking sucks. And then we talked about it a little bit. And then like, it was actually the saddest thing ever. In the same weekend, her sister and her brother both passed away unexpectedly. Mm-hmm. There a situation, I have not even tried to bring up the program to her again since it's literally been about like safe travels home, like sending you love, hope you're okay in this hard time, stuff like that. Do you ever have scenarios where you just wouldn't follow up about the program again? Like mm. she's been through a lot, but she was so ready to join. I have a question for you. I'm going to answer your question with a question. Yeah. Do you believe that if somebody's healthy and fit and active, that it will help them through adversity in their life? always i'm like a poster child for that so so i believe it's your responsibility to follow up okay then i guess my question is how can i do it in a way that doesn't sound i don't i'm so afraid of coming off like tacky or insensitive to her i completely love that so you need to address the situation and you need to give it the fucking attention it deserves and so the follow-up message that i would send if you're asking me would be something along these lines christina portelli i just wanted to see you through a personal video message to let you know number one that i care about you deeply and i'm Super sorry that you dealt with three adversities back to back to back in the same week. And I can't even imagine the amount of stress that you must be dealing with. And I don't even want to like begin to try to put myself in your shoes because I'm not in your shoes. One thing I do know for certain is that you're going through a hard time mentally right now and going through a hard time mentally and not having your health and not having your wellness and not having something to escape to, to make you feel better is only going to make it worse. And I'm following up with you because I care about you. I want you to be healthy. I want you to be fit. I want you to take care of your mind and your body. And so this is an invitation for you to like have an escape and have something where you can actually work on yourself and feel better and feel just a little bit of an escape from the situation that you're going through so that you don't get sucked into it and you don't become like, you don't succumb to the adversity. And so I wanted to follow up again because I care deeply about your success. And I know how important this goal is to you of like losing 20 pounds. But not only that, I think now we need to focus on your mental health. And we need to make sure that you're working on yourself so that you don't spiral and get yourself into a really negative state that it's really hard to pull back out of. She's also pregnant too. And that was the whole reason she wanted to join was because she's like, I want to have the healthiest pregnancy ever. And then I'm like, I was like, do I bring that up? I was like, I'm just so afraid of offending her or making it seem like I don't care. And I just want the sale. 
So tell her that you do care and like that you're making it about you. It's not about you. No. It's about her. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to ask you the question again. Do you believe that health and fitness is one of those things that will help her feel better? Always. And it's your responsibility to follow up. Okay. And it's write your that responsibility down. to follow up in a way that isn't salesy. Like this is like, and you can even be like, listen, this isn't even about money for me. Like, I want you to get fucking moving your body. I want you to like, I want your baby to be healthy. And so like, mm-hmm. yes, I want you to join the fucking program because I'm going to change your fucking life. But like, if you're like, Christina, I literally feel like this, it would be impossible for me to join. I'm going to send you a meal plan either way, because like, you need to move your body. You need to eat healthy. And that baby needs to come out healthy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah I've done two follow-ups that didn't involve the program that were just like saying, I hope you're okay. And like when I knew the funeral was happening and stuff like that, but okay, this is really, this helps a lot. Thank you. Yeah. And like, I get where you're coming from. And I also do follow up like that. But at the end of the day, like you have a service that she needs. Exactly. And she's so excited. I just couldn't believe how it just was like, boom, 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 with like all in like literally in seven days, like two siblings and a car. Yeah. And I I've had clients actually, and you might be one of them if you're on this call that have tried to back out of the program because of XYZ circumstance. And I just hold up a mirror. I'm like, so every single time you bat like a little bit of adversity comes up, you just fold and you just quit. And obviously, I'm a little bit more savage than you. But I'm like, is that how you want to handle adversity is just to back away from a challenge and just to lay there and take it. Uh-huh. And it's like, uh-huh. you can say that without saying it, you can be more compassionate. And I think that leading with compassion and giving the situation the actual emotional depth that it deserves. And then also, like letting her know of your belief system, which is that like health and fitness will help you through this time. Well, yeah, and that's just it. Because I'm like, would it be inappropriate to relay it to a situation? Because like, I had one client who, same thing in like the same six months period, her baby died. And then she was diagnosed with cancer. But she stayed in the program the whole time. Like, like it was tough. And she went through some dark, dark places. But it was like, she still continued to come back. I was like, is it inappropriate to bring that up? No, I wouldn't bring it up in the first voice note, though, I would send the video that I suggested. And then when she responds, and if she's willing to engage in dialogue, then I would have that conversation. Okay, okay. Thank you. I appreciate that. You're welcome. Good to see you. Good to see you too. Bye. Taylor Hinton, what's going on, King? Yo, what's going on? How are you doing, man? I'm doing fantastic, Taylor. How are you doing, brother? Doing good, doing good. I just got a feedback form sent out to all my clients and I got a lot of good feedback. The one common theme that I got back from them that I think I can improve in my processes is going to be teaching people how to track their macros properly. And I have a few things and ideas written down for like what I want to do, but I wanted to get your opinion. And maybe you have some simpler, better ideas for how I can, on the onboarding process kind of thing, get people ramped up with tracking their food properly. Yeah. So hit me with your ideas. What you got? Okay. I wasn't going to share them because I wanted to see if I had good ideas too, but let's see. So first one I wanted to do, I've already done this one, is screen recording of how to put food in my fitness pal, just like me adding them in there, how I added in grams, not ounces, et cetera. The next one, screen recording of me connecting my fitness pal to the trainer eyes, because a lot of people struggle with that, I find. Another one is updating my ebook that I already have for trainer eyes, because I or for, for my fitness pal and how to track food. I built it like a year ago, and I think I can update it. I reviewed it recently. And then I have how to read nutrition labels. So either going to the grocery store or just having groceries at home and kind of just like videoing myself going through what that looks like and what I'm prioritizing on the nutrition label. And then hitting protein targets. No, so two questions. It. One sec, I want to hit you with some questions. Question number one, do you teach macros as soon as somebody joins the program and they're supposed to track? Yeah. Okay, that's okay. I'm just curious what your process is. And question Mm -hmm. number two is, do you believe that like MyFitnessPal is one of those things that's kind of like, it's it's kind of a skill you don't pick up right away. It's kind of a skill that you need to learn over time. Yeah, 100%. I tell them that when they come on board too. It's going to take like a week or two weeks to get comfy with it. Who here uses content audits on in the academy? Raise your hand. 
So we've got the trainings and the modules for content, but also like doing your content, like improving your content is one of those skills that requires development over time, which is why we have content audits. And so if all of the feedback inside of the program suggests that you need to improve the way that you're delivering how to do my fitness pal or how to track macros, then I suggest you do some sort of weekly training. And you can do a weekly training that's literally like macro training. It's like calculate, like if it fits your macros training, if it fits your macro tax, if it fits your macro secrets. And then, you know, one week it could be like entering in a full day of eating. And so it's like, when you go to the grocery store, let's say you're going shopping, blah, blah, blah. Another day could be like, here's how you swap a meal in your plan. Or here's how you swap one of your favorite meals for something that's better at the, when you're out for, at a restaurant. Here's how you order food at a restaurant to make sure that it's low fat. So you can enter it into my fitness pal without like without being off on your macros. Mm-hmm. Here's how to look up a recipe on Google and then put that recipe into my fitness pal to make sure that you actually are able to track it properly. So it's like ongoing trainings. There's like a weekly training on my fitness pal that's like a short 15 minute long training mm-hmm. where like over the course of like this 12 to 16 weeks, like then if mm-hmm. you keep getting feedback about like you need to do more trainings on macros, it's like you can literally come to the live call on Wednesday. And then at the end of every live training, you have a Q&A portion where they can actually ask their questions. So I think that the way you're doing your onboarding is good. I also would recommend some sort of ongoing training, especially if that was a constant theme that you were getting in your feedback forms. Gotcha. I have a weekly nutrition training that I do with people, like live training. I get you know one to two people max that join in on those, but it's been very generalized in that. What I can do is just make this like a series, like you said. I'm gonna have to listen to the podcast later just to write those notes down again. But and I'll go into ChatGPT and find different different topics on tracking macros and just like make a ten part series potentially out of it. And just like kind of what you were saying there. Yeah, and I think that like you could come up with content pillars, right? So there's four weeks in a month, so the four weeks in a month could be the pillar. So on first week of the month, I'm gonna teach you how to do food swaps. Mm-hmm. And then on the second week of the month, I'm going to take you to the grocery store and we're going to make your favorite food. We're going to make tacos. And then like, so it's make your favorite food. And like the third week of the month, I'm going to teach you how to have a, how to make a protein dessert. And then the fourth week, you know what I mean? So it's like, you can come up with different pillars, but I do think that keep the training short, sexy, straight to the point. I think another thing, Taylor, is don't make it how to calculate your macros because that's boring as fuck and nobody wants that. You need to make it what the prospect wants. And so how to fit dessert Mm. into your meal plan. That's like week one, right? And how to substitute your boring meals for your favorite meals is week two. And week three is how to fit foods from the gas station into your macros. Okay. Right. So it's like you're giving them different examples. And then even like on those trainings, you can buy like four different protein bars from the gas station. Be like, I wanted to actually show you guys like why it's so important to pay attention to your macros. Because let's say you only have 55 grams of fat. If you go out to the gas station and you want to buy a protein bar, first thing you want to do is look at their nutrition labels because I bought four and we're going to go through these four today with you live on the call. So this one is a power crunch bar. I bought it at the grocery store. It has 15 grams of fat. So if I have a power crunch bar, that literally means I have 35 grams of fat left for the last last four meals of the day, which literally leaves me with nothing. Versus Mm -hmm. if I have this quest bar, I bought this quest bar, this quest bar only has eight grams of fat. So now I still have 42 grams of fat, which gives me a lot more legroom for the rest of my meals for the day. And you're literally yeah. walking them through like how you think from when you're like when you're at the grocery because I'm sure you have a thought process when you're yeah what protein yeah. bars you're gonna buy right yeah yeah and that's something that before it was just like this is so second nature I don't even think about it but I've had to try to regress my thought process so much back to like like you're saying like this protein bar is more fat than this one and if you have more fat in it it makes it harder to make your food up for the rest of the day yeah but yeah cool that's perfect yeah that's like it's you're calling it's I call it unpacking your IP it's like that's mm-hmm. that's literally what course creations about like that's what that's what the change Lives academy was is like i had to take all the information i had out of my head about building a business and then try to put it into a course in a way that was simple enough for you guys to understand in like the right sequence and that just mm-hmm. takes development over time but i do think that this is a good starting point and i think you can start yeah. here and as this 
process starts to roll out, you'll come up with different ideas and you can kind of run from there. This is awesome. Yeah, this has helped a lot. Thanks so much. Cool. Glad you got value, bro. Yeah. Peace. What's up, Nathan? We're fine, Nathan. Doing good. I'm doing good, bro. How are you doing? Hey, man. Good. Just to uh, update you, so sign flying last week, so that that's one thing. I like um, that. I quit for apartment, moving out next week. Oh, yeah, so. oh, hey, who was here last week? <laughs> Fucking my man's making moves. Hey, there we go. Moves, bro. So, so next week, the seven. Out and gone. Out and gone. My man's. Um, I like and, that. Uh, for everybody that wasn't on the call last week if you weren't on the call listen to the last pod chats we did and i was called increasing show up rates me and my man nathan had a very hard talk about fucking cutting the umbilical cord and going off on his own and doing his own thing and his homie literally fucking committed to moving out an apartment on the next call so well done so uh and then doing the original event again or next one so but um i wanted to kind of hear your thoughts on how do i get like my facebook group like popping more in a sense with more engagement and more people are you talking about your free Facebook group or your paid Facebook group? So right now, I my free Facebook group kind of like died out. And yep. I'm trying to restart uh, two Facebook groups for right now. So I was thinking about running a challenge, but I do have like a good amount of leads coming in right now. So I don't know if that'd be the best strategy to do a okay. challenge now. Okay. So you you have two Facebook groups. You have one. I have one. 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 Okay, good. So and are your clients in your Facebook group? Yes. So I literally remember, remember, remember how I told you last call, yep. all yep. my friends kind of fall off. And yep, so yep, now yep. I'm kind of rebuilding back. So I have one, one client now and I'm going to try and build, build, build uh, back up from that. Yeah. Okay. So first thing I'm going to say is reviving a dead Facebook group is a four week long process. And I just want you to get used to that. Yep. So that's, a, that's, I just want you to have that mindset. It's not going to be a week long thing. It's going to be four weeks. So just get into that headspace when you're getting into it. Second thing is activity matters. And when I say activity matters, it's like the more active that you are in the group, the more that the group is going to be engaged. Third thing that I would say with Facebook group engagement and reviving a dead Facebook group is like incentivizing people. And so can you do some sort of uh, $50 uh, Starbucks gift card giveaway for the next four weeks for somebody that shows up in the group, makes posts, asks questions and engage with other members? Right. So we do, we do like a hashtag I'm here challenge. Mel, can you actually unmute yourself and share what you just shared in the chat box? Yeah, um, I did a, my Facebook group was dead and it was from a previous challenge. So I did a um, contest in the group and just said, whoever brings in the most people into the group, I'll give them a $50 Venmo or cash app deposit. And it brought in 150 people in three days into the group. Mm. Oh, so I love that. that they, is that they win money? Is that how it was that we? Yeah, you can do like, like 50 yeah, bucks. I yeah, I gave them 50 bucks in a Venmo or a cash app. And they just had to come in, introduce themselves, and tag the person that brought them in. Beautiful. So that's great. I love that idea. I want to piggyback off of that, uh, Nathan. The fourth thing I wanted to say so uh, is in, 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 so the third thing was incentive. The fourth thing is the intro. Guys, when people join your group, they need to be introducing themselves right away. Because if you don't get people to introduce themselves as soon as they join your group, the chances of them engaging in that inside of that community go for all of you guys that joined the Change Ives Academy, what was the first fucking thing I made you do as soon as you joined the program? Everybody type in the chat. And just themselves and tell them right. the story. And yeah. Exactly. It's the first fucking thing I do. Because yeah. if you don't introduce yourself into this group, the chances of you actually committing to actually engaging in the group is very, very, very low. Yeah. But another thing that's important, you guys, is that when that introduction happens, that they're welcomed. And so, Nathan, if somebody introduces themselves and after 24 hours, not a single fucking person has commented on their post, including you, they ain't going to fucking ever engage again. So that's why activity matters. So 
these five things will increase the engagement in your Facebook group, but it's going to be a four week long process. And I just want you to get used to that. Should sure. you do a challenge? Are you talking about a 14 day challenge or like what? Yeah, because I, I mean, remember last time I said that I had like, like as you know, I had two videos pop up. I have one that has almost seven mil and one video on Facebook that has like 1.1 1. 1, 1. 1 mil. So I have two videos that, that popped off. So I'm like, okay, well, do I just try and get these people into the program or do I really try and get into a challenge? Because now I have like a good amount of LVs coming in. So I'm yes. not sure really. I, I, I do think I do. So I will say this. Those are two different problems because you're yeah. trying to revive a dead Facebook group and you want to run a 14 day challenge, which are two completely separate problems. If you have the bandwidth, Nathan, I would recommend running a 14 day challenge. But if you have the bandwidth it means that if you have the time and I would not do it inside of your free Facebook group because you're trying to do two things at once. And like, I know that you might be thinking two birds, one stone, but those are two completely separate problems, yeah. right? So you're trying to re revive a dead Facebook group, but then you also run around a 14 day challenge. If you run a 14 day challenge inside of a dead Facebook group, I fucking promise you the amount of money that you're going to make is close to zero. Yeah. <laughs> actually, I'm just talking out loud. What actually might make more sense is all these leads that you have coming in. Like, let's say you get, obviously you're trying to revive your dead Facebook group. That's fine. I like that. But let's say you start a 14 day challenge and then you get 30 people in. And that Facebook group fucking is popping because you're following all the rules that we recommend here, which is getting people to introduce themselves right away, incentivizing them for engaging, you're active in the group, and then your free 14 day challenge group fucking explodes and you sign five clients from it. What I would be interested in doing is anybody that's in the dead group that is actually engaging, messaging them and being like, hey, by the way, uh, we're closing this group, but there's a party over here, you should come join. And then you yeah. rename your 14 day challenge group this one the actual, like now this one's your Facebook group instead of the dead one. Yeah, gotcha. So now okay. last thing, so, so the payback off of that, so to promote the challenge, do you go into, do you kind of focus all your efforts on the challenge? Do you also send DMs for your program to the hot leads? Yeah, now you're trying to solve three problems at once, which is funny, sure. right? It's funny, yeah. funny. So <laughs> now you're solving three problems at once. So yeah. what I would recommend doing is free group, do the things. 14 day challenge, lead gen. In the 14 day challenge, before you actually get people into the program, there's an, a question you're going to put in the type form that says there's a two part question. It's going to say at the end of the type form, you're going to say at the end of the 14 day challenge, I'm going to present you an opportunity to work with me in my 90 day fat loss program. Are you interested? Yes or no. And then and then the question after that is going to be an optional question. And it's going to say optional in brackets, leave your phone number for a free 15 minute consult. Anybody that votes yes, they're interested and leaves their phone number is somebody that you're going to text. When you text them, you're going to say, Nathan, exclamation mark, is this you? And they'll always reply because people are curious and they're going to be like, who the fuck is this? And they'll be like, uh, yeah, who's this? And you're going to be like, it's Coach Brian. I got your application for the 14 day challenge. Saw that you left your number for a free 15 minute consult. And then you're going to send your calendar link. Uh, go ahead and book in now, comma, spots usually fill up quick, period. Let me uh, Send me a screenshot once you're all done, comma, cool question mark. And you're going to book calls that you can sell into your challenge, but you can that's sell it. into your program. So that's how you're doing it. No, that makes sense. Got it. So, sweet. And then just, just a quick question. Like, so for the PT time in April, do you know when that'll be like mid, middle, beginning April, or end of the month? The confirmed dates, we actually confirmed the venue. It's funny. You got, you got all the questions. I like it. Uh, the, confirmed, yeah. the PT domination, all access event for all of you guys that like have the tickets and when we got the moves, April 25th, 26th, 27th, 28th, we're going to be announcing it. Like, well, I guess I am announcing it to the public and Cole's going to be pissing me, but you asked me the question and I can't, <laughs> but April 25th, 26th, 27th, 28th, we got the venue locked in and the venue is bigger and better, which is exciting. It's like, bro, and you're still emceeing in Utah? I'm still emceeing in Utah. Yep. It's like, bro, it's so. I, I, well, I appreciate it. Thank you, bro. I appreciate you, bro. Got you. Good job. Nice bro, bro. Appreciate it. Hey, Brian. Appreciate it. Peace. Peace. What's up, Lucas? Hey, Brian. Can you hear me okay? Yes, sir. 
Awesome. So the situation with leads. So I have a situation with leads. So basically I have either, either cold leads or I have warm leads, which have been following me for quite a while now, year over a year. But then the problem with cold ones is that they're too cold for me to proceed to the call. The problem with the old ones, with the very warm ones, when it comes to that, they know and they like and they trust me is that they say that my content already brought them good results. So they keep going, they follow what I say, and then that's how they progress. So that's the situation. The third part of the leads is basically people who are broke. Now, these are the majority of people who I have to work with. So what would be your comments? How much money did you make last month? 3K. How much money have you made this month? Two and a half. Okay. What are people like, is this is like, so you're getting, are you booking calls and then not selling them? What's going on? So last week I booked three calls. So one guy, he actually signed up, but then the next day he said, no, this is too expensive. No, actually he said, this is not too expensive, but I cannot commit to something like this. And he was someone who was following me for like more than a half year. So I had to refund him like half of the, of the money which was just one monthly, then I had two no-shows. And the problem with no-shows was because I used to follow like a different script where basically we talked about and you said I should basically dive into the pain during the call. But that is not working for me because if I have to dive uh, to the, I mean, on the pain to the call, it means that I only spend not, basically I don't spend enough time uh, with them for them to actually get serious of showing up to the call. So I booked the call. I send the confirmation. They said, yes, I'm very excited, but they end up not showing up. So this is the thing which I'm currently fixing. So this sounds a lot less like a leads problem and a lot more like a lead gen and sales problem. Lead gen. Yeah. Yeah. So the quality of leads not coming in, let's say. I disagree with that statement. It has nothing to do with the quality of the leads. Is it everything to do with your ability to warm them up and sell them? Warm them up. Yeah. That's also warm them up and sell them. So the main objection which I get, because again, that video regarding the ebook is, let's say, it's like a golden duck which keeps providing those leads. I get like a lot from that video. So, what usually I get from that video is that, yes, thank you for the ebook. This is very nice. I'm going to try this. And then they just go to me when I try to basically jump into the DM script. That's the most popular scenario. So, here's what I'm going to recommend. At first, when you joined the Academy, your content wasn't hitting and it wasn't getting great results, correct? Yeah. But now your content's hitting hard. You're getting really good leads, but you're not able to sell them properly, right? I wouldn't say it's hitting hard. There was two videos which popped up, but yeah, it's better. Definitely. Better. So guys, marketing, or this is how you run your business. It's attracting clients, converting clients, delivering an amazing service. It sounds to me like you're attracting clients. It's going pretty well right now. So this is no longer the focus. Converting clients is the next problem and is the next skill gap that you have. So you're attracting yes. clients. So if we if we can rate your skill, I want everyone to pay attention to this. Hopefully this makes sense. Sounds to me like your attracting clients skill level is now like a seven or an eight out of 10. It's like now you're now very competent in attracting clients, correct or incorrect? I would agree with the statement, yes. So based on the conversation that we're having, the it sounds to me like your ability to convert interested clients into paying clients is probably around a five to six out of 10, correct or incorrect? I'll I would say probably something between four and five, yes. Four and five. Okay. And then what, how do you feel about your delivery right now on a scale of one to 10? Delivery, I would say it's eight or nine because I'm like up there. So out of these three skill gaps, which one do you think is going to pro provide the most amount of value and money to your business to focus on right now? Converting for sure. Converting for sure. So the question that you asked me is I have a bunch of unqualified leads but the problem I'm going to flip back to you isn't that you have a bunch of unqualified leads. It's the fact that you don't know how to convert them. 
And so the skill gap that I'm going to invite you into is every single video in the academy that's around studying lead gen, temperature leads, uh, how to have more better conversations. I would book role plays with as many fucking people as you possibly can in the next two weeks so that you can take your four to 10 to a seven out of 10, because even from a four to a seven, that's going to take your income from 3K a month to 7K a month. Does that make sense? It does make sense. I already booked oh. like DM role plays, sales role plays. So it's in the process, but yeah. that was like... So that's the skill gap. So like if you focus on that for four weeks, in four weeks, you're going to come on pod chats and we're going to be having a different conversation. The reason I'm bringing this up, you guys, is so who here has ever seen a Facebook ad? Raise your hand. So Facebook ads, the way that they work is they run traffic to completely cold audiences, like somebody that has never seen your fucking shit ever in, their, in your life. And then the you as a cold audience member will book a phone call with somebody and then somebody's job is to sell you into the program. And we see Facebook ads all the fucking time and we have no fucking idea who they are, but yet somehow we still end up buying their shit, right? So like that isn't because the ad is really good and the lead is more qualified. That's because the salesperson on the other end of the line is trained to sell your ass. So what I'm saying to you is that, yes, there's going to be qualified and unqualified leads. But if you focus all of your energy on like, how do I get more leads from my content or get more qualified leads, then you're not going to be fixing the actual problem. And the problem is that you have a skill deficit in your sales. It doesn't make sense. And like DM game is also part of the sales, right? 100%. Yep. Because if you don't get people to show up to the call, you can't fucking close them. Yeah, so I watched the. Mm -hmm. yeah, and this is guys, I do this too, by the way. And so if you made a change to your DM script and you're noticing that the change actually wasn't valuable, then I would go back to what was working and go back to what was working. It's like, okay, that's exactly I'm, what I'm doing. Yeah, that made the shift. It is no longer valuable. It's not bringing me in calls actually showing up on my calendar. So I'm going to change back to what was working so I can start bringing in more calls. Yeah, that makes total sense. I just wanted to get to like your take because, you know, like it's just valuable. So yeah. Now I watched today the DM training on TLA group. It's super okay. good. It makes sense because again, I think when it comes to everything, contracts, sale calls, every single thing, I think it has to align with you as a person, how you want to run your business. So now okay. I kind of found what aligns with my business, even though let's say I post a question on the Facebook group, I have a bunch of different opinions, but at the end of the day, I, I want to stick with my what feels good for me because at the end yes. of the, then I just I just don't feel good about running like the business and because it's not authentically to myself. You just fucking described what it is actually supposed to be like to be an entrepreneur. So when Paul and I had to postpone the event, which was really shitty and we didn't want to do it, but our city's on fire, we hadn't we had no choice. We reached out to three of our mentors. We reached out to Taki, we reached out to Bedros, and we reached out to Dan Martel, and all of them had different opinions. And so what we did, and this is what you guys do in the community, right? You reach out to the Facebook group. A bunch of coaches have different opinions. Your job as the entrepreneur is to take those opinions be like, I like that. Don't like that. I like that a lot. I'm going to take this and I'm going to create this answer. So what you just described is how, like, this is how you entrepreneur like that. You just described it. So mm -hmm. I'm glad that you're doing that because that's literally how me and Cole move. So good job. And I think it has to also be congruent with how you show up on your stories and on your content. Because if I show up as someone who is, not afraid to call someone out on the bullshit, which, which for some people come out as rude. And I'm not going to run the DM script, let's say, when they say something which is completely bullshit and be like, oh, yeah, good, like, good job. You lost two kilos in a fucking decade. Well done, mate. No, I'm going to say, what the fuck? Like two kilos in 10 years? Like what the fuck is wrong with you? I'm going to yes. say, I mean, yes. not in the exact No, way, I get it. Get no, I, I get mean. it. I get it. Yeah, so, no, I get it. So like for me to listen to someone else whose approach is like very fucking fluffy and shit, it just doesn't go with me. And that's so, it. So in pause, I want to continue this conversation because it's good. When you changed up your content, 
I think the main change that you made to your content is that you started being yourself in your content. And that's when it started popping off, right? That's exactly correct. So you need to take what you did in your content into your DMs and your sales and the same fucking thing's going to happen. Yeah. This cool? is exciting. Yeah. Thank well, you. All right, bro. I'll see you soon. See you soon. What's up, Bray? Hey, can you hear me? Mm -hmm. Perfect. Okay. I wanted to channel Mike in this call. I love that. Before I do, you've got really calm and relaxing energy right now. I love it. Yeah. It's because I don't really have a question or anything. I just wanted to come on and just like, you know how Mike used to just come on the call and he was like, I just want to show my face and like, I just want to say what's up. I appreciate this community. I really do. Like, I love literally everyone and I don't know anyone for the most part. But Brian, I started with you in November of last year. So like, is that like nine months? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Right. Yep. I had to go get incorporated this week because I've made over a hundred thousand dollars in the last nine months. That's disgustingly cool. Wait, how much did the change of Academy cost you for a year? Oh shit. I don't even, I don't even know. The cost. I'll, I'll give you the I answer. Have it written down, I'll give you but... the answer. It's, it's close to 5k for 12 months. And she made a hundred thousand dollars for everybody on the podcast. Yeah. And we do but, a monthly uh, payment, and... by the way, it's not 5k up front. So she pay $400 a month and make fucking a hundred thousand dollars a year. High five. I just like, I just wanted to say thank you. And I've had like a lot of financial distress over the last like few years. And it's like, I have, I don't have a hundred thousand dollars in my bank account right now, but the fact that I was able to make a hundred thousand dollars in the last nine months shows me that, okay, I will have that in my bank account at some point. I've been able to pay off all of my debt. I've been able to help my fiance buy a car because he was in a, at a shit situation i've had to, been able to deal with family bullshit that had to do with money like i've been able to accomplish like all the extreme stressors in my life and like still be really happy and have so much freedom in the sense of like my life Does that makes sense like being able to do whatever essentially i want and still run my business and make money and be happy and i was never a personal trainer like in a gym I only transitioned, got my PT online, and then just started my online business right away. And I was able to accomplish all of this. And it just like blows my mind. And I wouldn't be where I'm at today without you and Cole. So I love you both. And that's me. I that's love me. it. I want to share. So first things first, I also miss Mike. His uh, celebration yeah. life is coming up in two weeks, and I'm very excited to be there. So I miss Mike too. I love that you channel Mike today. It's really cool. I was talking to Kirsten about this because again, Kelowna is on fire right now and we are currently in the Dominican. And as soon as it got smoky, I literally looked at Kirsten and Haley. And I also looked at little Jax, who is kind of like my son. He's sitting over here. He looks like me a little bit. And, uh, and I was like, we're going to the Dominican. I'm taking everybody. And I literally fucking bought all my family flights. We're literally at a fucking house that I own in the Dominican. And I was just sitting here thinking, I'm like, fuck, like 10 years ago, I started online coaching by like traveling to Bali. And 10 years later, it's like, I'm able to take my entire family to the Dominican. Not only that, but like back home right now, because there's a lot of potential evacs, I'm like, I'm able to take anybody that's evacuated. That's like my family, move them in my house. Unfortunately, I just found out that my grandpa passed today, which was super unfortunate. And I didn't want to bring it up in the podcast, but I guess it's kind of coming out. I'm okay. Everybody's probably going to ask me how I'm doing. I'm fine. Me and my grandpa were super close. Me and my grandma are very close. And like hearing her on the phone, heartbroken, fucking shattered me. But I just took care of all the funeral expenses and I didn't blink twice. And it's like, that's the freedom that we have. And now I'm talking to you guys on a podcast in the middle of the Dominican Republic. That's why online training, you guys. And not only that, we get to make this happen, Bray and everybody in this community. It's 45 people that are on this call right now. We get to make this happen 
while helping people get healthy and fit and also chasing our own health and fitness goals and just being fucking happy. It's so fucking cool. It's crazy. It's so fucking It's truly, cool. it's truly like, it's actually mind fucking blowing that I, and I like, I'm not even saying that's like be dramatic. Like it's, I truly, this, when I opened up my Stripe today and I like had to talk to my accountant and I hired a deal and I've been working with him and I've, it's just, he's like, oh, fuck, like, I'm glad you came to me sooner now or else you'd be butt fucked for um, <laughs> and, shit, and shit like this is, and like the fact that I've had to figure out what I want my company name to be and like, just think like more big picture in the sense of like, not right now. And just, it's just wild that like, okay, yeah, I can do this long-term and I will for sure have savings. Like I've, I've accomplished everything on my vision board mm. for 2023 when we did it in january or whatever month we what i don't know when we did the vision boards i fucking i what would 10k bray do like that was that's always that's on my vision boards Mm. what would 10k bray do and i look at it i'm like i'm 10k bray now (laughs) like Mm. it's Mm -hmm. it's just crazy so Mm. i will be in the million dollar mastermind by the end of this year it will happen i just I appreciate you. Man. I appreciate you. I want to invite somebody who's currently at the next level to talk about what that looks like. Hey, Kenny, what does 25K Kenny look like? Dude, it feels pretty fucking good. And like, great. Everything you were just saying resonated with me so hard because like I just renewed for the mastermind and like handed Brian more money than I had to my name two years ago without blinking twice. And it's like being able to do that is just like, it's, it's crazy. Like it's still mind blowing to just be like, Oh yeah, it's up for renewal. And just not even having to like look at finances or be like, Oh, how do I have to work this? Like, no, here you go. Yeah. Take the money. And it's just like, it's, it's mind blowing. Like it's been a couple of years now and it still sinks in kind of every now and again. Really? That's really nerve wracking. I feel like I'm at that point where like, I don't have, even though I've made a hundred thousand dollars, I've had to pay off a lot of money and help a lot of do a lot of things when it comes down to the money that I've earned, which sucks. But also, it's like it's very nerve wracking. I don't know what to expect from mastermind, so I just like don't know. Time. The one really cool mindset shift that's happened for me, though, I find too, is like renewing for the mastermind emptied a lot of my bank account. But it's like there's just so much certainty that I'm like, oh yeah, that money's just on its way right back because of everything that I've learned and what I've developed into over the last two years. That it's like. I can empty my bank account today and I'm like, oh yeah, no, it's fine. Like if I have expenses at the end of the month, I'll have more than enough money by the end of the month to be able to pay all those expenses off. Like there's literally zero concern about tightening up my money again, because I know that like, it's just going to come back. Like there's no doubt in my mind. Dude. And that I want to touch on that. That's fucking powerful. Cause that's the same mindset I have. Like when we bought the house in the Dominican, it was literally $700,000 in cash. And I was like, take it. And that's like, that's not a large, that's not a fucking small amount of money for anybody, like including when you're doing well for yourself. But I didn't even blink. And Kristen was like freaking out. And I'm like, babe, I'm like, we're good. I got the skills now. I'm like, even I'm like, I literally told myself, I'm like, even if I went fucking flat broke down to zero dollars, like I'm not worried at all because I have the skills. And like, that is the mentality is like, once you develop the skill set, it's like you become unstoppable because you literally have always fucking have it with you. It's like, you can take all my money, but you'll never take my skill period. Well, and like, touching on that too it's like that was not me at all like even before joining the cla like i i was living off of like i was i had my grocery bills budgeted down i was always trying to find that like every like little five dollar sale that i could like money was like the only thing on my mind ever and like now it's literally just like oh yeah this thing that i'm investing in like cool take the money it's no problem it's all coming back anyway it's like the mindset shift has been ridiculous 
Mm, this is a good fucking conversation. I just, I think it's like, I, I, my mindset has completely changed. I've also done a lot of self-work, like I've been going to therapy, I've been working on myself, all those things. But like, I truly don't think that I would have that. I feel like the minimal amount of confidence I have now opposed to where I was in November when I messaged you and was like, Brian, I haven't signed any clients yet. So like, and that's truly, I think, because of just like, of you guys putting, instilling that confidence in me, like literally every time I come on the podcast and you guys say like 5k break, 10k break, I'm like, I don't understand that I was there and now I'm here. So I'm just like, I don't know what the next step looks like and it's overwhelming stuff. That's where I'm at, but it's, it's okay. I want to say one more thing. And that is that this is for everybody listening. Okay. Cause all of you need to fucking hear this. Number one, overwhelm is a sign pro that you're growing. So I always lean into overwhelm. That's thank you, Kenny. That's a good point. I want to, I want to bring up. And this is a mindset that all of you need to get rid of. This is fucking every 43 fucking people on this call, all the 25 people watching this live and all the, you know, 10,000 people that download every episode. All of you need to hear this. Okay. Everybody gets so scared that once they hit a certain level that it's going to just fucking disappear. Oh man, I hit 10K, but fuck, it's good. I'm going to hit, I hit 5K, but like, fuck, what if like, what if it disappears and we almost want to hang on to our level? Like, no, 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 no. I'm so, I like this. This is good. I'm like, my bills are paid. I'm like, I'm fucking chilling. Everything's good. I just don't want it to go away. And when we hang on to something super tight and we're scared, we're going to lose it. What is that by definition? Somebody fucking say it, please. In the chat box. Jax is whispering it to me right now. Say it loud. Scarcity. Scarcity. That's right. That is right. That is motherfucking right. It's like when you guys like when you grab a fucking handful of sand and you just squeeze the fuck out of it, the handful of sand is just going to disappear from your fingers. Just grab the sand and just fucking hold it in your hand. This is mine now, bitches. Fuck you guys. I earned this shit. And not only do I like this sand, I'm also going to scoop some fucking more because I'm a fucking goat. And you just keep climbing for the next level. Like, I'm like hunting the next level. Like, I'm super grateful for the level that I'm at. I'm super happy with like the level that Pizza Domination's at. But I'm just going to fucking say it out loud. Like, we're going to 5,000 students. I'm telling y'all motherfuckers. I'm super grateful for the first place I just got. I'm super happy that I just got first place. But I'm taking my fucking overall trophy, right? Like, that's the mindset. It's like, I'm hunting the next level. So you need to be on the hunt and understand that you did it once, you'll do it again. Yeah, that's true. Bet. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. No, but sure. I like it. I like it a lot. Just wanted to take a quick minute to say, I want to change your life. If you're listening to this podcast, then you know that I have what it takes to help you grow a successful online coaching business. So go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. I'll reach out to you and we'll talk about what your biggest struggle is. We'll talk about what your goals are for your online coaching business. And I'll give you some guidance and a game plan for what to do next. Again, go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. And I'll reach out to you to see if I can help. Now let's get back to today's episode. Sammy, what's up? Hello, hello. Just want to say that that was super inspiring. For the record, I pretty much joined the CLA because I heard Bray on a podcast once talking about her two-week challenge and like struggling with it and then hearing her the next week coming back and yeah, just feeling super inspired by her among other things, obviously. But yeah, that was really cool to listen to everyone because I feel like I'm at the level Bray was at you know before all of this happened and where most people have been before so I'm just like super excited to get to that level because I know that I can do it so yes first want to just say thank you Brian for like everything the last I guess it's been four months since I joined the academy 
I've allowed myself to get my reoccurring income to 2K a month and then hit my highest month in July, which was 5K, not having coached a single person in my life before. So like similar again to Bray, just getting my PT license, getting right into it. What I'm finding is that clients are super quick to sign on with me because I'm building good relationships with them in the DMs and my content is, I'm getting better at it. All these things, I guess where I'm struggling right now is renewals Mm. and getting to sign back on with me because what I'm hearing a lot is, well, I feel like I can do this on my own or I, you know, have you taught me so much in the last X amount of months that I feel really confident in myself that I can keep doing it by myself. And I guess where I'm starting to overthink is like, how do I become this like special version of a coach that is different from everyone else? That's not just selling, you know, a nutrition training accountability program. Like, And then I just go into this spiral of like, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing that's different other than just being uniquely Sammy, Mm. you know? I don't know if that makes sense. No, that makes sense. So the question I always ask is, what is the problem we're trying to solve? So before I get into problem solving mode, which is my masculine energy tapping in, I just want to give you some credit. You're crushing it. So high five. Good job. Proud of you. Thank you. Okay. So what is the problem we're trying to solve? The problem that we're trying to solve is that you... You're having a, you're struggling with getting clients to re-sign for your program, correct? Yes. Before we move forward, I need to add some clarifying questions because this is important for everybody on the call. Overgeneralizing will kill your business. Everybody write that in the chat box, which is when, even with Lucas, right? When Lucas came up and asked a question, he was like, I have really unqualified leads. I'm like, that's super overgeneralizing. Overgeneralizing, another example of overgeneralizing is like, Coach Chris, let's say you get on a sales call and you know they say no to you and then you come to the academy and you're like, everybody that I get on a call with fucking doesn't want to work with me. That's overgeneralizing. So what we need to do, Sammy, is you need to identify how many clients have came up to their 12-week program or their 16-week program, whatever. And then out of those, let's say there's 15, how many of those did resign and how many of those didn't resign? That's right. step number one. And then with ones that didn't resign, I would collect some data and see if there's anything they said in the DM about why they didn't resign, whatever. Also, if they didn't give you a reason, then you could send them a message and you'd be like, hey, hey, Sammy, what's going on? Hope you're doing amazing. Just quick one. I wanted to reach out because my goal is to improve my program and make it the best program on the internet for girls like you that are that were once this and now are this. So I'm wondering, is there anything that I could have done better to serve you as a coach? I'm just trying to improve the program overall. That will give you, if they have an objection on why they didn't resign, that will give you their objection. Mm-hmm. Also, if they're like, I know I fucking love you. The program was awesome. Then you could be like, I absolutely love that. A follow-up question. I was wondering if you'd be open to filming a quick testimonial video for me. Question mark, smiling face. It doesn't have to be long or anything like that. Just quick 30 to 60 seconds. Talking about three main questions. Number one, what were your hesitations doing in the program? Number two, would you recommend me to other people that are looking to get in shape? And number three, what were the specific results that we got as a result of working together? I would absolutely love that. That would mean so much. So now you're going to collect testimonial videos and collect data. So that's to solve the actual problem. Before we overgeneralize, we need to actually know our numbers. Second thing I want to say in terms of re-signing is clients will stay because of connection and results. Everybody write that in the chat box. Clients will stay because of connection and results. There's a lot of people that have been in the academy for a long time, not because it's like they need to jump on a call every fucking week. But I know for a fact that Chris Kowalski has been at the academy for three years because the community. So what's your community like? Do you host coaching calls? Are there girls that are excited to show up to those coaching calls? When you're doing your check-ins, are you encouraging girls to post inside of the Facebook group so that they can celebrate other women? Is the culture inside of your group when people join that as soon as they join, they introduce themselves and then the other girls in the program welcome them? Do you have some sort of community events, whether that's like live streams where everybody's coming to or things that people are looking forward to on a weekly basis? What sort of connection are you building with these girls outside of just like training, nutrition, and accountability? 
Are you helping them set personal goals? So like connection and results, people will say because of connection results. So that's like retention. Third thing I'm going to say, and this is more tactical, is planting seeds. So in your check-ins, you guys can ask a question at the end of the check-in. And like, what was your goal last week? Did you hit it? Yes or no? And what is your goal for the next three months? And what is your goal for the next six months? You guys can just put these in your check-ins. Because now in every check-in, and you don't have to do this on every check-in, but maybe it's every fourth check-in. Now you're planting the seed for like the next six months. It's like, where do they want to be in the next six months? Last thing I think that's important to have a conversation about with renewals is timing is everything. If you hit somebody up for a renewal on like, let's say they have a six week program and you hit them up on week 15, they've already checked out. They've already mentally spent their money somewhere else. And so what you want to do is if it's a 16 week program, you want to hit them up around week 12 and you're going to shoot them a message and say something like Sammy, what's up? Exclamation mark. I wanted to set up a quick 15 minute call to chat about your progress in the program so far. Exclamation mark. I got some time tomorrow at 12 comma. You in question mark. They'll say yes. Cause they're your client. And then on that call is where you can Remind them of their past pain. I have a renewal script if you want it. Sammy, send me a message and be like, B Mark, I was just on pod chat, send me the renewal script. And then basically on the renewal script, you're going to remind them of their past pain. You're going to talk about the progress that they made in the program so far. And then you're going to talk about their future goals. And somebody tells me, tell me what that does on a sales call. What am I trying to do? It's, a, it's not a trick question. It's kind of a silly question. But okay. I'm trying to create a gap. So if I remind them of their past pain, because I can do it on my own, means that they think that it, they don't have any problems, correct? Right. So we want to create the pain gap by being like, okay, so tell me a little bit about where you were before you started working with me. Well, I was struggling with losing weight. I was struggling with my confidence. I didn't know what to fucking eat. I had no idea what to do in the gym. I had no idea who I was, blah, blah, blah. Okay, great. So let's talk a little bit about the progress you made in the program so far. Where are you currently at right now? And be like, well, I lost 20 pounds. I feel great. I feel amazing. That's blah, blah, blah. Okay, great. Now that we've done, we've gone from this to this, which is incredible. What is the next version of you look like, Sammy? So like, what's the next goal? We've accomplished some of your major goals. But like, what does the next version of Sammy look like? Like, do you want to have a six pack? Do you want to grow your glutes? Do you want to improve the speed of your metabolism? Because we just died it for 16 weeks. So if you just go back to eating your shit foods or you just go back to eating regularly, you're just going to gain the weight back. Would you like to increase the speed of your metabolism so we can increase your food and you can keep the weight off forever? Yes. Okay, cool. Because the next 16 weeks of the, of the program, this is what I think we should focus on. Blah, 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 blah. Amazing. That is, I'm like trying to keep up with all the great things that you just said and writing all the notes. I know that the issue is definitely the community for sure. I need to be way better at that. I'm actually having my first coaching call tonight with my girls. So I'm excited that is, for that. That is probably going to solve all of the problems. Yeah, I figured that was the issue. So it's nice to hear that that's also what you think. And then definitely planting seeds way sooner and timing it a little bit better because I'm waiting until the second last week of their program. So like yeah. you said, it's they're probably already done anyways. They know their program's done and they've already spent that $1,600 on the fucking Amazon order or whatever that they got going on. That is incredibly helpful. Thank you so much. Cool. I got you. Congratulations on all your success. You're awesome. Thank you. You too. Bye. Devon, what's up? What's going on? Can you hear me? I can, sir. How are you? I'm doing amazing. So it's funny because my reasoning for coming on the call was very similar to Bray's today. And I just kind of wanted to... Uh, come on here with grace. Cause I had a coaching call with my community. And one of the things that we talked about was growing and healing in community. And as a leader and to my clients, it's always good to get their feedback from them and knowing that there's so much power in the community. And I've been in Academy for, for almost two years in October. And the, for the first year, I would say like, I definitely didn't take advantage of the, of this, this community because I was still doing in-person coaching. And last summer I had like a really big breakthrough with my online coaching where I kind of knew that I wanted to take this 
to the next step. And you challenged me actually to go all in. It took me six months, six months. And in October, I transitioned, I went all in. And since then, in, in January, I set a goal to hit, to get into like the million dollar mastermind. And I got interviewed to go, get into the million dollar mastermind in May, but I, uh, unfortunately I couldn't invest to it. I was like scared as fuck to invest into it. It was literally more money than I had in my bank account. You guys dropped the 10 K mastermind. And I remember going back and forth with you in the DMS about investing. And it was just scary, which is like, I feel like this is the same type of experience that clients have when they may renew with me. Right. And, um, I went all in, in June and I invested into the 10 K mastermind. In June, I had my biggest month. In July, I had my biggest month. In August, I had my biggest month. Share fucking numbers, bro. Uh, well, in June, in June, I hit 9.8K. Mm -hmm. In July, I hit 10.4. And then I hit 12.2 uh, in August. Boom! And right now, a lot of people have graduated from my program. So people are starting to fall off. So the renewals question that Sammy just had, really helped me a lot because that scarcity that you talked about was something that's real. And I've had my biggest months and by no means am I like not grateful for that, but I definitely held on to like being like um, timid that if this would happen exactly and things are slowing down a little bit. And for me to get eager and come on here and panic, I didn't want to come on here. I wanted to come on here and, and share the story because I'm fucking happy of the progress that I made. Like this time last year, I was stuck on doing in-person training and, and online coaching. And one thing that I read this morning was the law of polarity. It's a manifestation law. And it talked about things coming in balance. There might be a high, there might be a low, but that's how things manifest. And right now, things since things may slow down a little bit, I wanted to come on here with grace and just talk about like growing in community. Cause there's so much power in that. Oh, I got a fucking story for you motherfuckers. All right. So everybody needs to listen up. This is a great fucking call, by the way, it's probably my favorite call we've hosted all month. So this is a, this is a good fucking time. If you're getting value from this call, drop a fuck yes in the chat. First things first, before I get into the story that I'm about to share with you guys, I want to invite you to the next fucking level because Devon, I just want to hold up a fucking mirror, homie. You've made $30,000 in the last three fucking months, okay? So your definition of like it's slowing down is you're fucking baked. And so I'm just going to call you on your mindset right now and let you know that you've made 30000 fucking dollars in the last three months. And it came all as a result of you stepping into that fear and that uncertainty and investing in yourself. I also want to let you guys know that for the next literally fucking 24 hours, we have an intake open for the, for the 10K Mastermind. And so if you've been thinking about the 10K Mastermind and you've been scared, Listen to fucking Devon. He was also fucking scared. The first month he invested had his biggest ever month. The next month after that, he had his biggest ever month. And the third month after that, he had a $12,000 a month. The 10K Mastermind is fucking worth it. It will blow your fucking mind with the value that you're providing. And it's also not only going to do that, but it's also going to give you the ability to step into your fears, which is going to give you the breakthrough. Now, story time. If you're interested in the 10K Mastermind, DM me on Instagram, 10K Mastermind. Enrollment's closed after September 1st. If you DM me on September 1st, you're too fucking late. You missed it. This is a story. I want you guys to look this up after this podcast. It's called the Bill Buckner Nightmare Story, okay? On October 6th, Bill Buckner was interviewed on TV about the pressures of a play. So Bill Buckner was a, he was a baseball player and he was in the World Series. Like him and his team were in the World Series and he was a baseball player. He got interviewed on TV and he said this on TV. 
He said, the dream is that you're going to have a great series and you're going to win it all. The nightmare is that you're going to let the winning run score on a ground ball through your legs. Those things happen, you know. I think a lot of it is just fate. So he said that on October 6th. 20 days later, on October 26th, Homie literally let the ground ball slip through his legs. It was the winning base or the winning score, whatever the fuck baseball is. And that caused them to lose the World Series as a result of that one play. That he spoke out loud 20 days earlier. It was one of the biggest fucking MLB flops in history. And he spoke it into existence. And then it became his reality. Now, the reason that I'm bringing this up to you right now, Devon, is you just had a $30,000 fucking run in the last three months. And then you spoke the words out of your mouth. It might slow down a little bit. So I'm going to fucking hold up a massive mirror in your head. And I'm going to everybody write this in the chat. Never, ever, ever speak negativity out loud. Everybody write that in the chat. Never, ever, ever speak negativity out loud. Because we ain't Bill Buckner's in this bitch, all right? We ain't Bill Buckner's. The only thing we speak is positivity and abundance, baby. There's more shit on the way. God, there's a, there's a lineup of clients that are waiting to work with you. And it is evident because you just had your three highest ever months. Damn, son. Never, ever, ever speak negativity out loud. The universe is listening. Look it up. The 1986 Buckner story, which is a perfect example of why we never, ever, ever speak negativity out loud. It's Listen, me and Kirsten talked about this this morning. She's like, oh, shit. I told her the fucking story. And she was like, oh, shit. She's like, I need to stop journaling. I'm like, you need to start journaling your negative ass shit. Like, don't get me wrong. I also have negative thoughts. Everybody write this down. It's normal to have negative thoughts. It's destructive to entertain them. I don't entertain mm. them. When I have a negative thought, I go for a fucking walk and I listen to success motivation. And I have Eric Thomas yelling in my ear, you're the fucking one. Get your ass the fuck up. You fucking got this shit. And then I go back to work and I'm like, fucking juicy. I feel good. You need to change your mindset, brother. You just hit $30,000 in three fucking months. And that shit is going to keep fucking rolling. I believe that. So should you. Yeah, I, I believe it too. And I think like, as you were saying that a lot of it comes from just maybe like subconscious programming that I need to continue. Like, you know, like my mom makes that money. She, she's been working the same job for 20 years and that's the she makes that in a year, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's easy for me to like, you know, kind of like fall into that mindset, but that's why I wanted to just vulnerable and honest and share that because it's a breakthrough for me. You know, it's, I wanted it. I remember coming on here and listening to people making, you know, 10K, 11K, 12K, Mike Mayo, when he went from, you know, 25 to 40 and just like hearing all these people. And I'm like, damn, like, when, when am I going to get there? And for me, it's just understanding the patience, you know what I'm saying? Developing the patience and understanding everything is a step-by-step -step process and like moving faster, just not always like might just create an illusion that I'm like actually making moves, but I'm mad proud of the progress that I've made because I was scared to even invest into the program and then, you know, invest into the 10K mastermind. And it's, it's been a breakthrough for sure. Bro, it's, I want you to repeat after me. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. Beautiful. Now take that energy and go slay the fucking rest of this month and slay September. I can't wait to hear an update. I'm so fucking proud of you. You're on the way up, King. I see you. Yes, sir. I'll be, one of my goals is to join the million dollar mastermind and that's still not checked off on vision board. So that's the next step. Keep showing up in the 10K Mastermind the way that you're showing up. And I'm confident that'll be a reality very soon. I believe so too. Thank you, man. Let's get it. I'm proud of you. Good job. What a fucking vibe this call is. We're going to keep going. Fuck it. What's up, Chris? What's good, fam? It's funny that you literally brought up the 10K Mastermind conversations because me and you just got out of the DMs about that. And that's why the fuck I'm showing up today. So 
I kind of like the whole vibe starting off with what we're fucking grateful for, because obviously we all have shit that we're worried about. But in January, I came to Kelowna for the event, had a conversation with you, had a conversation with Cole, Natasha, Janelle, everybody like laid into me. And the biggest thing was like changing my situation, my surroundings, because I was living in that fucking rundown ass house in a bad area with a roommate that I just didn't fucking vibe with, basically. And I literally am out of that fucking house. I'm in my own damn house paying all the fucking bills now in a way fucking better area. And it's just, it's so easy to like overlook that shit. And just everybody talking about that shit almost made me like emotional today. So with that being said, literally after leaving the event, hit my fucking record month, went through a whole bunch of adversity where uh, like, not just did I have a huge falling out and like lost my best friend of a long time through the whole situation at the old house, but I uh, had to move back in with my moms. On moving day, I lost my grandma, who I was extremely fucking close to. And I was two hours away, so I couldn't even go say bye to her or anything like that. And that just started a fucking spiral where obviously this is my first time showing up in months, to be honest, because you guys used to see me every fucking week. I've been hiding in the fucking shadows because I was tired of just feeling like I was the fucking problem constantly. So, yeah, I'm showing up. I'm just being fucking vulnerable because the biggest thing that I've been struggling with is that like scarcity. I talked about at the event, I was like, had my huge fear of loss. I was working through that. And then as soon as I started working through that, lost one thing after another, because <laughs> I spoke that shit into existence, like you guys fucking said. So this is like my fucking commitment. I'm not letting that shit happen anymore. I'm getting back into my fucking balance instead of grinding myself into the floor. And I'm not fucking hiding in the shadows. Boom. I want you to repeat after me, brother. It's not what happens around you that matters. It's what happens inside of you. Not what happens around me that matters. It's what happens inside of me. That's right. That's right. The number one thing that I need your commitment on in front of everybody in this call is that every single day you're going to spend 30 to 30 minutes to 60 minutes every morning before you start your day, actually intentionally checking in with your mind. And you can do whatever the fuck you want. You can journal, meditate, gratitudes, affirmations, whatever, but 30 minutes every single day. For me, I'll tell you what I do. I'll tell you what works for me. And obviously everybody has what works for them. Cole has his own thing. I do 10 minutes of a guided meditation that I found on YouTube. It's called Abraham Hicks Good Morning Meditation. I'll send it to you guys in the chat if you guys want to listen to it. And then I listen to my vision video every single fucking day before I start my day. And then I go for a 15-minute walk and listen to success motivation. And that is how I start my day every single day, no matter fucking what. That is like... Ryan is the host now. Oh, he's coming back. Goddamn. That was scary. I was like, they're going to be pissed. That was a good fucking call. They're going to feel robbed. But it's not what happens around me that matters. It's what happens inside of me. And so like... If I can work on my mindset every single day to start my day every day, like, bro, it's like, I'm going to be unstoppable and it doesn't matter what happens. Oh my God, that's so funny. You guys know me so well. That's hilarious. It's Abraham Hicks meditation. You guys sent it while I was fucking, while I was away. That's funny. You guys know me. 30 minutes every day. Do I have your commitment on that? 100%. Everything else will unfold when you start working on your mind. I promise you that. Yeah, I feel like that's the biggest thing. I was, as I was going through everything, I was like, I can't fucking miss my mindset routine. That's like a non-negotiable. But like you said, like the thing that just hit me was the intentional mm -hmm. aspect. I was literally doing it with the expectation that I just have to get this done so I can go into my day yep. instead of like actually focusing on like your, getting right with me. That's like your fucking fat loss clients that go to the gym and they're like, I went to the gym today. I'm like, Sally, I saw you on the fucking treadmill. You were literally walking at two speed on your phone for an hour. That doesn't fucking count. Yeah, 100%. Intention. Damn straight. I appreciate y'all. Good to see you, brother. I'm proud of you for showing up. We back.
Be back, baby. Let's fuck. <laughs> Young up. hustler never dies. I like that, bro. Go look at your reward and remember who you are. I got you. I'm, I got to put it up. I got a fucking space right there in the corner for it. That's good. I love that. Damn straight. My man. I love it. Christopher Bob, what's up, King? What's up, man? How's it going? Good, brother. How are you? All right. So I'm actually having kind of like a problem with like, I don't know, like direction. I know exactly who my avatar is. I know exactly who I am. I know exactly what my program is. And I know exactly what like my truth is. But I'm kind of like running like the border between like, you know, like speaking my truth, which is like, you know, kind of like more of like a hardcore, you know, kind of like train hard, wake up early, fucking eat out of Tupperware, you know, be a goddamn man, you know, kind of stuff. But like a lot of times I'll get like hate. And then I think that sometimes I end up creating content that kind of like goes to my haters, you know, as opposed to like for my clients. If you don't understand what I'm saying. I know exactly because, like, what you're saying. Of, yep, keep going. No, I was going to say, because like, you know, like, for instance, with Cole, he's always like, all right, so look up like, you know, Liver King, Wes Watson, Bedros, you know, shit like that. And I have like a very, like, I'm not my own person, but like, I have like a very similar approach, a very similar voice. And it's like, these guys are fucking killing it. You know, with like, basically like, Bedros comes out with some shit. I'm like, God damn, like, I, he could literally have stolen that off of my channel. You know, like, immediately, like, that's literally some of the same shit I say. But he has guys that pay like, you know, $10,000 to get kicked in the nutsack for three days straight. You know, whereas like a lot of times I just feel like I'm getting like a lot of haters and I'm afraid that I'm almost like attracting haters, you know, by like talking about, you know, about like bullshit excuses and stuff like that. I agree that you're attracting haters because you're focused on them. And I'm going to be, yeah, exactly. I'll be vulnerable with you for a second. I did the same shit you did for probably a year and it kept me bottlenecked on social media. Okay. Because listen, I got sucked into the hate for a long fucking time and it kept me bottlenecked on social media. It kept me bottlenecked. So Chris, you're supposed to get hate on social media. That's the fucking point. Go to Kirsten Mark's videos. Half the comments are like, I fucking love you. I'm never going to stop following you. And half of them are like, you're fat. You look like a troll. I fucking hate you. You're wearing too much makeup. And if she only focused on the you're fat comments, then she wouldn't grow on social media because it hurts their fucking feelings. Lewis, go ahead, brother. I'll meet yourself. Hey, what's going on, guys? All right. So first of all, I want to give Mark and Cole a really big shout out. What actually got me in the academy was this topic. I reached out to Brian about my content. I started, you know, reposting some of the uh, hate videos and a lot of my messaging is about masculinity, you know, just being a one percenter, tough love and shit like that. And I remember when I posted some of the, the reshares from like Tate's videos, I lost half of my clients and I actually lost my biggest paying client who literally like build half of my business in the sense of like, she brought in like 30 clients. Soon enough, I lost half of them because of the content that I was posting. And I remember I reached out to Brian. He was like, okay, do you rather be liked for something you're not or be loved for being real? And that fucking hit me. And sure enough, I just, you know, he was like, dude, be you, you know, you're going to lose some people. It's going to hurt your pocket, but that's going to make room for the new people that are supposed to be in your life and the new clients that are going to resonate with your program. Like, wouldn't you want to help people that are literally on the same mission as you? And sure enough, man, you know, that happened. And like, now my content is like fucking hitting hard. Like, you know, I get messages from guys, from women and they're like, man, we're like, we need more men like you. We need more guys, you know, embracing masculinity, talking about the real shit. And, you know, we live in a world of the fucking pussies. I hate to say it that way, but you know, thank you. Thank you for doing that. And, you know, at first, that's the way it is. You know, you're going to see a little bit of a shift, especially with like the tough love. 
because it's something new. You know, it's something new. People aren't used to it. They're kind of like, whoa, like what's going on? Like this isn't like the, the normal Louise that we know, but you're just showcasing yourself. And in a world, especially with like social media filled with so many fucking fake people, why wouldn't you want to be that one authentic person? You get what I'm saying? And be that change. Like there's a niche, there's a, uh, there's a space for everybody, but you know, like why wouldn't you want to stand in your power and make that impact? You know? So I would say stick, stick to like what you're doing, stick to what you believe in and you're going to attract the right people. Like I literally talk about, you know, masculinity, like being that one percenter. I talk about like topics that trigger people, you know, like I talk about like women's body count and shit like that, how that matters and comments fucking go off and shit like that, you know? But that's good. That's good because it brings engagement and it triggers people and it starts up conversations. You know what I'm saying? So anyways, I just wanted to share that to kind of give you a peace of mind. Perfect, brother. Thank you so much. Chris, does that help? Yeah, yeah, that's really helpful. Honestly, like, I really don't give a fuck about the haters. No, 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 no. no. You do, though, because you're focusing on them. I disagree with that. No, 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 what I'm saying is, like, I'm not like, oh, my God, somebody said something mean. I'm going to go cry now. Like, these people are fucking pathetic. You know, they're just fucking pathetic. Like, I, it's literally like a bum on the street saying, like, oh, well, it's like, dude, you're sitting in your own piss, man. Fuck off. I, I, I agree, but, but the fact that you're focusing all of your energy on them means that you actually do give a fuck about that, and you need to recognize that and accept that, or you're not going to grow. You do care. But yeah, but what I'm saying, though, is it's like my only concern is that if I make videos like, you know, don't be a pussy, then people who are like, you know, like at a higher level, the people I'm actually looking for, I'm like, I'm not speaking to them. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, or is it just a matter of like, I just need to like stay the course, remain. Be your fucking self. That's the fucking point. Stop trying to change who you are to attract a certain type of person. Because if you change who you are to attract a certain type of person, you're going to attract the quote unquote person that you're looking for. And they're going to get in your program. You're going to call them a pussy. And they're going to be like, what the fuck? Right. Right. Yeah. You guys were on the call last week where I called Nathan the fuck out. And I literally roasted him for probably 15 minutes straight. Yeah. But I do that in my fucking content. I literally do that in my content. I'm like, if you wake up late and you watch Netflix, you're a lazy piece of shit. Yeah. And if my yeah, clients like are giving me bullshit, then I fucking say that to them. And I'm not afraid to. Just be yourself. Stop trying to change who you are to please other people. And stop over, like, literally, the only thing you focus on from here moving forward is, write this down, Chris. What is the message I'm here to deliver to the world? And when you make a piece of content, look at that sentence and then deliver that fucking message. And when the hate comes in, drop fire emojis back. Stop fucking focusing on it. Doesn't matter. Gotcha. So when you come up with shit like this, like, hey, if you're a piece of shit, stayed up all night, yada, 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 you actually attract people. I mean, this is a significant investment. And, you know, people who are in your program are like trying to improve themselves. So if you speak out, they are like, dude, like fucking stop being a you know, piece of shit, whatever, fuck it up all night, dopamine addict. You know, you actually are able to attract people like on this call who are like, you know, kind of like more go getters trying yes. to. Uh, Yes, because the betas never fucking apply for my program because they know I'm going to roast the fuck out of them. But you still attract people who are appropriate? I mean, obviously you do. I don't know. Who the fuck are you? Yeah, yeah, obviously. (laughs) Okay, yeah, that's cool. That's cool. That that was my only concern. Cool, you're good. I already made the decision today, basically, like to draw his line on the sand and you just, this is the hill I'm going to die on. I agree. I also think it's not like all of my content's not like you're a piece of shit. It's like, I just speak my opinion. Right. right, I have an opinion on something, I say it. And also, that's 50% of my content. The other 50% of my content is here's actionable value that you can use today to change your fucking life without hiring me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate it. You're welcome, brother. Carla, what's up? Hi. Hi. So I just joined uh, the Academy on Monday. 
and my husband's been in it, you know, before me, and I finally pulled the trigger and joined. Yes. And so, yeah, so I was just wondering, you know, how you and Kristen would structure things, because, you know, my husband and Armando and I are, you know, partners in an LLC, and so with social media and stuff, we have a lot of similar followers, so should we just try to be independent, or we were thinking about almost kind of, like, challenging our clients against each other with, like, Fortune Day Challenge and stuff, and making it kind of a competition type thing. I was just wondering what you, you thought about that. I'm just, I'm going to talk all my thoughts out loud. There's advantages and disadvantages to both. My first initial thought that seems to make the most sense is you coach the women, he coaches the men. Okay. Yeah, that's the first initial thought. The second thought that I'm going to say is that if you guys are interested in building a brand together, it's not hard at all, but your husband needs to be in touch with his emotional side because for women to open up in the group, they need to know that it's a safe space. Okay. Because if you don't, have a man that is in touch with his emotional side, women aren't going to open up in the group and they're not going to share stuff that's super vulnerable. So just keep that in mind. It's like, you need to ask yourself, like, do you want to have a tribe of women or do you want to build something with your husband? Because you guys can have the same business. Like as an example, it's the same LLC. That's fine. But then you coach the women, he coaches the men. And and that's just that. And maybe there's like, maybe there's a group where they both exist. Like you guys have everybody in the same group. And then the women are in a separate group chat on Trainerize and the men are in a separate group chat on Trainerize. But then there's like a Facebook group that has both. But I do think that there needs to be some aspect of like, this is the girls club, this is the guys club. And I think that there can be some sort of like, this is where we all hang out as a collective when challenge each other. And like, it's guys against girls who can be more consistent, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I love that. That's great. But there needs to be, there needs to be an element of privacy because like women aren't going to share photos where they like didn't feel confident in a bikini in a group full of dudes ever. Yeah. Yeah, right? That's a good point. Yeah. Does that make sense? No, yeah, that's great. It's a lot of good information. A lot of lot to go on so we can get organized. And I like the idea of having, um, you know, our own women. I do the women, he does the men. And, you know, maybe we have a group one where it's fun to have a little competitions and stuff. But uh, just make sure that there's a safe space. That's a lot of good ideas. Thank you. The safe space is the number one thing you need to focus on, especially leading the women. Okay. Cool. Good to see you. Happy that you invested. And I'm excited to see what you're able to create in the Academy. Thanks. I'm excited too. Let's go. Last and definitely not least, Mr. Matthew, the newest member of the 10K Mastermind. What's up, motherfucker? So um, I just wanted to hop on and I'm at 2,800 right now, but someone just said they would resign. So now I'm at 4,200. And I mean, that's like three pages for me. So I'm going to tell you everything that I'm doing to make sure I can hit all the bases within the next 24 hours. And then if there's anything that else that you suggest, can you just give me? input yes okay so i increased from six months to a year to up the upfront i did a five guys post today i did a 56 pounds down one of my clients results any call that i missed any call that i didn't sell them on this last i've booked a role play for i also messaged oh i've been i've been doing the 14 day challenge and i I've been posting consistently the any results people are getting or what people are saying on my story. And I also started getting up at 5.30 a.m. again. Uh, so anything else that I can do within the next 24 hours to make, I have 5,800 to go. So before I answer your question, I just want to let you guys know that Janelle is our head coach in our 10K Mastermind. And I've asked her to facilitate this question so you guys understand how fucking smart she is. Go ahead, Janelle. Okay. So your goal is to make how much in the next 24 hours? My goal is to make 5,800 in the next 28 hours or 24 okay. hours. 
Okay. So the first thing you need to do is go back to any other, any client that has gone through your program, ever filled out your type form and message them right now. You need to make sure that you are going back because fortune is on the follow-up. This is where I make so much fucking money every single month. So go back to all of those people, message them and tell them that you have a new program coming out in September and it's going to be fire. And you're just really like talking about that one year program that you made from six months to one year. So now you're offering something that's totally new. Then all of your challengers, you're going to message them now. You're going to start talking to them now about upgrading now. You've been in the 14 day challenge. This is amazing. But you know what? I know that you will do so much better in my one year program and paint the vision. What is it going to look like? In September, we're going to do this. In October, it's going to look like this. In November, it's going to look like this. In December, we're going to celebrate so fucking big because you've lost the weight that you wanted to. And in January, we might have to do a dial back for a little bit, but then we're going to push harder. And February, March, April, so many people won't even fucking recognize you that you are going to make such significant changes that seriously, anything that you do in this year will be the best thing that's ever happened in your entire life. And you just paint that picture of what each month is going to look like. I do this all the time. My 14-day challengers not only buy, but they stay for years. Okay, I think painting the vision for me is because when I increase the duration of my program, it the lack of confidence in selling it has come across. Usually I have like a 75, 80% closing rate. And this week I had 40% because of that. And so I think really writing down that vision beforehand and getting confident in that, I think it's definitely going to help as well. Yeah. So we as trainers, we know what's going to happen month to month. We know that at three weeks, they're going to want to quit. So we have to pre-frame that. We know that at three months, they're going to struggle and we have to like pre-frame all of that kind of stuff. We know it's six months, nine months, one year. We know what struggles they're going to go through and we know exactly how they're going to lose weight for that entire year. So you have to tell them what's going to happen so they can get excited about being in your program for a year. You're going to tell them like all the things that they're going to achieve, all the like different things their body is going to be able to do. Like if you have someone who's maybe like really overweight, you're going to explain to them by the end of a year, not only are you going to lose weight, but you're going to be able to get up off the floor without problems. You're never going to have to fear about falling again. You're going to look so jacked and juicy in the gym. Women are going to attract you. Whatever your avatar is, you're going to paint that vision over the year of what it looks like month to month to month. And then they get excited. They're like bought in and they're like, take my fucking money, Matt. Okay, awesome. And then as far as messaging people, I just did that to get everyone in my 14-day challenge. Should I do it all again for anyone who didn't respond or? Yep. Okay, so just do it again. Okay, and then in that message, what would I, how would I pitch that? Like, in a, just like from a DM, like how would I, what would I say? Hey, Matt, it's, our uh, hey, Brian, it's Matt here. I just want to like let you know that I have this amazing program coming out for September. I know that you didn't join my 14-day challenge, but moving forward, this program is going to seriously get you XYZ result, whatever it is that you do in your program that's fucking amazing. So then they're now not only like, oh my God, it's a new program, but then he's going to get me this, this, and this result that I struggle with. And then you'll be like, message me a fire emoji and let me drop you all the details and information. And then they'll message you a fire emoji and then you get into the DM script. Okay. Awesome. I think that's it. Thank you so much. And I joined the 10K Mastermind. So I'm excited. I'm excited to serve you. One more thing. It's going to be a fucking nugget. How many clients do you have? Right. Well, I had 25. I have five right now. So we're building back up. I like actually seven now. Okay, cool. 
You had 25, you had five, you're building back up. Okay, cool. Never mind. I'm not going to tell you what I was going to do. When you get to 25, I will give you some more ninja tricks because I have some things that you can do to renew clients. But we'll we'll talk about that in a tank mastermind. Okay. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Matthew Frias, my motherfucking man. Janelle, do you have anything to say about <laughs> Tanky Mastermind to Matthew Frias and anybody else that's been thinking about joining? Yeah. So we have been doing this now for three months, and every single client that is in there is seeing massive results. We are also giving you million dollar mastermind tricks that we're we don't share in the CLA. So we're we're running things that only million dollar masterminds people get so you get the inside look and you also get a content that converts course so anything you've ever wanted to know about content step by step is laid out you will never have to worry about content again so if you haven't thought about joining the 10k mastermind not only are you going to get high level coaches that are making anywhere from 50k to 300k you are seriously going to get so much information that you never knew you needed but all right you guys i love you I am very excited for all of you guys showing up for my call today. There was a lot of people on this call, and this call was probably one of the best calls we've had in a while. So love y'all. Talk to you guys soon. Peace. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. Hopefully you got some value. If you did, and you want to learn more about how me and my team can help you scale your online fitness business to $10,000 a month, DM me 10K on Instagram at TheRealBrianMark for more information, and I'll reach out to you to see if I can help you grow an online coaching business.